0: Um, I I was just going to echo how brilliant the talks have been um, up to now and what a privilege it is to be carrying on in this letter. Um, And as I was preparing the talk, I was kind of thinking, I wonder whether Paul ever thought when he was writing those letters that they would become part of Scripture. I probably doubt he actually really even thought about it. But God knew that they were going to become part of Scripture. And as we read those letters, we can see just how God has inspired and filled them with richness for us to learn from right now, right here. So we're just going to pray. Uh, Lord, um, thank you so much for your word. Lord, thank you that it is your living word. Lord, I pray this morning it will be like living water into our souls, Lord, to refresh us replenish us, teach us, and challenge us. In your holy name, amen. Okay, so um, we're going to start with our um, passage this morning, and it's uh, uh, chapter 3, verses 4 to 7, and the uh, words will hopefully come up, and I'm just going to read them. So in fact, when we were with you, we kept telling you that we would be persecuted And it turned out that way, as you well know. For this reason, when I could stand it no longer, I sent to find out about your faith. I was afraid that in some way the tempter had tempted you and that our labours might have been in vain. But Timothy has just now come to us from you and has brought good news about your faith and love. He has told us, that you always have pleasant memories of us and that you long to see us just as we also long to see you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, in all our distress and persecution, we were encouraged about you because of your faith. I just thought I'd kind of reset our context really about this letter. So Paul had um, on his second missionary journey... Traveled to Thessalonica, which was a fairly prominent Greek city. And uh, in Thessalonica, there were Jews as well as Gentiles. And the trouble is, as he preached the gospel message, as often happened, opposition built up against him. And we can read that there was an angry mob effectively that started going after him. And therefore, he had to leave Thessalonica a far earlier stage than he would have liked. And so that's why when we see in verse 5, we see a degree of worry and concern that he has. He says, I can stand it no longer. He can stand it no longer. He's desperately worried that he had gone and wasn't with them for long enough. And so the seed of the gospel message that was sown may not have taken deep enough root. He could stand it no longer. He had to find out about their faith and what was happening. So he sent Timothy, his really beloved friend, almost like a son, to find out. You see, he was worried that if 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 that seed had not taken root enough, the tempter, you see, the tempter, that is Satan, would somehow have drawn them away from following Jesus. So he knew the key to resisting temptation by Satan was the strength of their faith. And that was his concern. And we also remember from what Norman said uh, last week and Tom the week before that, um, we can remember that they were being persecuted as an early church and followers. And we remember that we read in um, chapter 2, verse 14, it says, And then, dear brothers and sisters, you suffered persecution from your own countrymen. And that persecution, I was thinking, what would that have looked like? That would have probably looked like the risk of being stoned, the risk of being tortured, or the risk of even being crucified. So, in this circumstance of persecution, Paul was clearly concerned that weak faith might not stand up to Satan and his schemes. But the good news is what Timothy comes back and and reports. He says, no, their faith is strong. Despite facing persecution... And the amazing thing there is that we read that Paul himself was also facing persecution. So he was writing a letter from Corinth and he was being persecuted in Corinth. And remember, um, I think again Tom told us that he was in a state of weakness, in fear and in much trembling. And when he hears about the faith Of the church in Thessalonica his faith is encouraged and he's built up so we can just have slide two this is the key here isn't it that the faith of others builds up our own faith the faith of the church in Thessalonica that early church hearing about their faith built up Paul's so the title of the talk that I was given was facing down temptation And you might remember uh, last week, Grace told us about the various schemes of the devil. And uh, basically, this is kind of another characteristic of him being a tempter. You think about the Lord's Prayer, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. That's why it's there. So how do we resist Satan? How do we risk the tempter? How do we risk one who might draw us away from Jesus? Well, I think we can take one of two paths. And the first one, I must admit, I think I've been guilty of a lot and I struggle with. And that is being lukewarm. You see, if you're lukewarm, you think somehow you may go under Satan's radar. If I don't talk that much about Jesus and who he is to me, if I don't really step out for him, actually, I'm not that much of a threat to Satan. And maybe he's just going to leave me alone. But the Bible tells us that is not an option. Revelation 3 has really strong words to the church in Laodicea. I know your deeds. You are neither cold nor hot. I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. No, so there's only one other option for us. Can we have slide three? So, Ephesians 6 verse 16, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. See, so it's the shield of faith, part of the armour of God that's going to protect us. So, all those people are wondering what the exercise mats for. We're not going to do exercise. I'll show you that in a bit. So basically, shield of faith. I found a nice shield in the blaze cupboard and I thought, you know what? That's going to be my shield of faith. That's big enough. But actually, when I looked at it, I thought, hang on, this is a bit lukewarm. You see, I've got to start moving it around a little bit and if those arrows come, maybe I might manage to... Sort of protect myself against one of them, but I'm not going to protect myself against two or three of them coming at once. This is actually a really vulnerable position. I think my face big enough. I think I'm okay. But I'm vulnerable. I'm really vulnerable. No, so, if I get it the right way around. Here we go. How about that? Now, that's what I call a shield. Exactly. Look at the difference. Oh, wow, I can just stand here. I haven't got to do anything. I haven't got to move. I'm fully shielded. Satan can fire as many arrows as he wants. It doesn't matter. I'm safe here. See, one, one John says, who is it that overcomes the world? The one who believes that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. All we've got to do is have faith that Jesus is who he says he is. We can just stand and rest with big faith, fully protected. That's gonna fall. Okay. So can we just have slide four? So there's a little punchline of the day, really. Um To be safest of all from Satan, we need to be closest of all to Christ. Or another way of thinking about it, the closer we are to Christ, the safer we are from Satan. So we know that it's our faith which is the source of protection from the tempter. I just sort of left them thinking, what is it that is our focus of concern for ourselves and maybe others. You see, it should be, how am I doing with my faith? Is my faith strong enough? How are those around me doing with their faith? And so when we meet up on a Sunday as church or maybe through the week in small groups, I wonder what our focus and concern is. What's the flavour of our conversation going to be? Are we longing to find out how people are doing with their faith, in their walk with Jesus. Is that our concern? Perhaps we want to share how the tempter has been trying to tempt us away from following Jesus and taking the opportunity to pray and support one another and to build stronger and more resilient faith. When I could stand it no longer, I was desperate to find out about your faith because I was so worried that the tempter would have pulled you away from Jesus. So I sent Timothy, my beloved friend, to find out how you were doing. And he brought back the good news that your faith is strong. I don't have to worry that you may be drawn away by the tempter and hearing about that faith has encouraged me and built me up as I too face persecution.
1: Thank you. Hey, my name's Dan Baptist and I'm lead pastor here at Jubilee Community Church. We really hope that something from this morning's word has blessed you and reached you and if you'd like to talk about anything you've heard or just be able to talk about maybe faith or get some prayer then please get in contact you can email us give us a call at the center and one of the team's going to get back to you we'd love to do this especially if you're just thinking about what it is to become a Christian you want to sit down and really talk that through with anyone We also run regularly on a Sunday, some joining the church courses. And if you wanna know more about Jubilee Community Church and what it is to belong here, then you can just uh, find out online when the next one of those is going on and you can attend, have a meal, sit down, talk about it. We also have some amazing midweek group life uh, where it's a great opportunity to dig further into your faith. Again, you can find out that on our website too. Anyway, just wanted to say hi and uh, bless you and we'll catch up soon.